the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Entertaining. I've never heard anything quite like it. Really? Engaging. That's pretty cool. Encouraging. Surely I say unto you dudes, I do not wish to fight. Pursuing the truth and helping you live out a life in Christ. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's Lee Michaels Live. He's a righteous dude. On AM 980 The Mission. Welcome back. AM 980 The Mission. KKMS Twin Cities Christian Voice. Is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live. Lee is away on assignment, but we'll be back uh, sometime next week. I believe next Tuesday. It's kind of distracting having the TV in here, John. I'm seeing you know all the presidential <laughs> news, and I'm kind of you know tuning in because uh, obviously I still I'm always kind of doing prep for my own show during the week. Yep. And yep. Uh, so well, we leave it on in case there's breaking news. If it's uh, if it's that distracting, we can. We oh, can not at you all. Let me know. You let not me know, at right? all. Not at all. Once I once I get into it here, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in good shape. So, uh, well, the guest of Palooza continues on the broadcast. Hour number one, we had uh, Dr. Everett Piper, and continuing with the theme of uh, accomplished authors. I'm speaking that for you, Joe. Accomplished author. Uh, we are honored to welcome a personal friend of my wife and I, uh, Joe Field. Joe is a, an attorney and president of Field Law up in Anoka, having practiced law for 28 years, most of that time in Anoka. And currently his uh, expertise is in the area of estate planning, wills, trust, power of attorney, and probate. And we had Joe on the broadcast today because uh, I... You know, Joe, we've been friends for a little while, and there are some things I did not know about you. Like, all of a sudden, I see Joe Field on Fox News meeting his father for the first time a few years ago when Joe was uh, 60 years old and his father uh, uh, close to 90 years old. An incredible story, so much so that Joe has decided to put it into book form, a book entitled Finding Joe Adams, Overcoming Great Odds, A Son Searches for His Father. Uh, Joe, first of all, welcome to AM 980 The Mission. Good to have you on the broadcast, sir. It's exciting to be here, Brad. I, I do appreciate the invitation. Well, I, I I always like you know I like a lot of a lot of folks. They make New Year's resolutions to read more books, and I I'm no different than that. And uh, I like uh, certainly political books, but I like intriguing stories. And if it's a story about someone that I actually know a little bit, at least I thought I knew you, Joe. I'm <laughs> hearing about all this stuff. Like, yeah. wow, what what did I miss here? Uh, this is a story about you. Uh, tracking down your father just a few years ago, having never met him in, at the time, the entire 60 years uh, of your life. I guess, first question is, did you make prior attempts, and how was this one successful? Yeah, I, I have over the past, uh, more diligently after I had my own kids, that was, you know, they're 21 and 23 now, but whenever we'd go to the doctor's office, they would always be asking, what's the medical history? On uh, your mom's side, what's the medical history on your father's side? And of course, for my daughters, that's their grand. I could never answer that question. I'd say, they can't tell you that because I don't know who my father is. Mm. And so after my own kids were born, it really elevated this need to try to find my father. So I did attempt that, but with very little information. The only information, I was never adopted. Let's, I'll get to say that outright. Um, and my birth certificate had a blank line for father. Mm. So there was no evidence on my birth certificate. 
My mother, who died 26 years ago, the only thing she would tell me is that he was a fireman or he was in the Air Force when I asked a later time. Sure. So that's all I had and where I was born. Okay. And so I took, uh, even with that little information, I, I, uh, I uh, tried to gather by going to extended family and asking them, do you have any idea what, what the name of my father is? Sure. And I was given leads. One was Mel Adams. And I checked all over Houston within 25 miles trying to find Mel Adams. And I found a few and left phone messages and I didn't go anywhere. And, and then I thought, well, maybe it could be my dad. My dad could be my name because mm. my, my name is actually on my birth certificate, Joe Adams. Oh, okay. For first and middle name. Sure. And then my mother's maiden name, which I won't say because of security sure, codes. Sure. But, um, but anyway, so my birth certificate had that. So I searched Joe Adams around Houston, 25 miles, came up with eight names. I spent hours searching to see if he was an Air Force fireman. And I came up with leads. Um, and I leave phone numbers out of the blue and say, Hey, uh, I'm trying to find my dad. <laughs> Would you have any information? Call me back. Well, I never got any call back. Sure. So stands a reason. <laughs> well, yeah, and obviously, uh, you, you can understand why it would be, a, a, a take the, the, take the amount of time that it has. Yeah. Um, we'll get a little more about the meeting and, and actually I remember seeing live with our mutual friend Pete Hegseth had you on uh, Fox uh, on Fox News uh, to talk with your dad and they even aired the meeting and, and everything so this became a national story Joe Field. Yeah, that was that was an exciting moment. I I saw over 1.1 million people viewed that video within days. Wow. And um uh and Pete uh yeah, when he when that aired on July thirty first, two thousand seventeen, uh, that, that was you know he interviewed us live. He actually wanted to fly my dad and I out to New York City to be interviewed there. Oh, but uh, my dad didn't know me and his seven kids. That's a th- crazy thing. I have seven new siblings. Uh, they they were a little reluctant to have dad be flying out to New York City at eighty seven years of age. Sure. So we were interviewed in Houston studio and uh, remotely. But yeah, Pete did the interview and I was. As I am, as I was then, as I am now, chatty, and so he had to squeeze in a lot in five minutes to get right. the story out. But it was it was done well. So I mean, looking at your early years, growing up years, I mean, you know, growing up uh, being raised by a single mother, I mean, certainly that uh, isn't so unique. But what is unique is just some of the events surrounding uh, your childhood. As much as you'd like to share, Joe Field, again, if you're not comfortable sharing some of the details, and also we've got it in the book, too, uh, uh, Finding Joe Adams, available on Amazon, by the way. But uh, talk, maybe talk a little bit about uh, some of the experiences that uh, helped shape you who the person you are today and that ultimately led you to finding your father. Yeah, um, well, that's interesting because for the most part, I, you know, I was raised without a father except for the, you know, between ages two and six. My mom remarried and I took my stepdad's name Field. And uh, although there's no record of a name change or an adoption, so I don't don't know how that happened, but it did. But from there on out, I was on my own as my mother raising me. And um, so I looked kind of you know, it's not like I had a a radar beacon saying I need a father. Sure. You know, but but there are certain things like my <laughs> an interesting story in my book is the first time I shaved. The first time I shaved was in a wrestling match. Really? Yeah. When the referee stopped the match in the middle of the first uh, period and said, "You," pointing at me, "you have three minutes to get that facial hair off your face, or you're going to forfeit the match." <laughs> 
So, wow. so I'm running to the bathroom, and the coach or somebody loans me a razor. I'm splashing water on my face, not knowing the proper way to do it, and I'm cutting myself left and right. And then another wrestler says, what are you doing? Use the soap. Yeah. Okay, and then I put that on. It stung my face. Uh, I finally got it done. I went out there with toilet paper plastered all over my face and managed to rub it off just before we had to wrestle again. And I won, won that. I won that match. But <laughs> You should see the other guy. I probably scared him half to death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so things, little things like that, um, you know, what does a dad do? And, uh, when I had my own daughters, I had no, I just didn't have a map for that, uh, which I, I think served them well. Um, but there are fill-ins, uh, sure. I had people fill in for me and, uh, in, uh, Boy Scouts was really huge, uh, back then giving me, you know, kind of a positive area to plug into and, and uh, teaching me responsibility and things like that. So I love that part. Um, this may sound odd, and it's not a plug for this business, but Amway. I actually I joined oh, Amway thinking, thinking I could become a, you know, make a million or whatever, make a lot of money. But instead, what it did is it taught me persistence. It taught me being optimistic. It taught me goal setting. Uh, those type of things, it just drilled into me. It taught me persistence. And uh, so I was grateful for that, too. And I listened to a lot of good speakers, you know, uh, so that helped. Uh, so there's that element. And then reading, of course, I just love to read. And so, I, so, and then CBMC, that's the last group I'll mention, the CBMC Christian Business uh, Connection. Uh, they're a group of Christian businessmen, and I plugged into them twice in my life in the early 90s, which led to a huge uh, spiritual awakening in my life I speak about in my book. And then uh, just lately, in the last eight years, I joined up with them again, and they're coaching me on my business and things of that sort. Fantastic. Well, talk a little bit about uh, maybe your. I know you originally did you grow up in uh, Texas? Were raised in the Texas area? Because I know you wound up in high school in St. Paul, but did you were you originally from the Texas area, Joe Field? Is that how that went? Yeah, I was born in Houston. Okay. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, in fact, the only time I returned to Houston, Texas, was when I found my father. Oh, wow. Okay. he lives outside of Houston. I learned if I would have expanded the radius of looking for my dad from 25 miles to 250, I would have found him. Okay. Uh, so I didn't know that. I, I kept thinking, well, he doesn't have to stay around the place of my birth his whole life. Yeah, right. So I kind of just said, this is pointless looking for a Joe Adams, <laughs> and particularly in the state of Texas, much less the U.S., but he turned out to be within 250 miles. Um so I can't. Yeah. I was gonna say, besides, I mean, besides, I mean, obviously, this story culminates with you meeting your father just a, just a few years ago. Yeah. But the some of the events leading up to this, uh, you talk about persistence and consistency. There are a lot of events that left definitely could have left young people debilitated, uh, having lost their way, never got back on the right path, and obviously, you you know, having been married almost twenty five years, two daughters yourself, like you say. Certainly, life has has turned out to, to be a blessed existence. But leading up to that, you you went through some uh, pretty good, difficult times. Are you able to share some of the anecdotes uh, um, oh, sure. with us right now, Joe? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Well, yeah, briefly, you know, I was, was raised in San Antonio, and for the most part, and uh, uh, you know, while I was we were only in San Antonio for a couple of years, but I recall my mother; she was had two children, uh, myself that was like eight, age eight. And then a, a, a well, ten, and then a two-year-old, and a and a newborn, 
And we were uh, going moving from place to place. I think we were evicted. I was too young to be able to tell. But in that two years we lived in San Antonio, we lived in about four or five different places. Mm. Um, and then uh, we came to Minnesota in a very strange, odd way. And I think this is kind of one of those unique stories. But uh, the, uh, there was a lady that knocked on my mom's uh, apartment door in 1967 in May. And she, she said, uh, Martha, she says, I'm just coming to say goodbye uh, or I'm leaving tomorrow. And my mother says, "Where you're leaving where? She says, to Minnesota. And she says, well, why are you going there? She says, well, there's work up there. We're going to go work up there, a group of us, and then we're gonna, from there we're going to go to Indiana, and then we're coming back after about three or four months. And uh, and, and and my mother says, well, uh, can I go? Just and, like that, huh? Just wow. like that, just okay. like that. Can I go? Texas there? to Minnesota. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. fa- Talk about faith, Joe Field. <laughs> So anyway, the next day, we found ourselves in the back of a canvas top pickup truck with about eight or nine different people in there. They're all migrant workers. Okay. Wow. And there were, and here's the winds blowing in my face as I'm looking out the back end of that truck, looking at the cars on the highway behind us. And we're, she, my mom borrowed 20 bucks from the driver, Arturo. I still remember his name. And, uh, and we came up to Minnesota, and she farmed the sugar beet fields of Montevideo in that blistering heat for two months. And then we got stranded. And that led to us staying in Minnesota. And I'll leave that for the book. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the book, Nice Segue Joe Field, is called Finding Joe Adams, Overcoming Great Odds, A Son Searches for His Father. Again, the author, Joe Field, kind enough to join us in studio. And if you have any uh, questions, comments for our guests, 651-289-4499 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live, AM 980 The Mission, KKMS. Go nowhere. Limitless access to encouragement, hope, and God's Word. Listen to AM 980 The Mission with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and pray worldwide. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The Bible teaches that eternal life or salvation is to know God and to be like God. It's two things, reconciliation and reflection. This is what we were originally created for, and this is what Jesus died to restore us to. God never wanted to visit people occasionally. He wants to inhabit people. He wants to be our life and breath. He wants to be in every thought, every word, every action, and every emotion. We were made to be images of God. 
Salvation is the empowerment to mirror the person of Jesus again. Salvation isn't about getting into heaven or escaping hell. It's about becoming something new. My name is David Grams, lead pastor of Valiant Church in New Hope, Minnesota. You've just heard an excerpt from my new book entitled The Real Gospel. If you're interested in learning more, visit our website at valiantchurchmn.com. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in to Valiant Church's radio program, airing every weekday at 8.30 a.m. on 980 The Mission. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals, and I have an alphabetical list of them. <clears throat> Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects, you get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. In the traffic center, let's check on those roads for you tonight. Southbound 494, emergency vehicles and a slide-off just before Bass Lake have all been cleared, and we're seeing no delay left there tonight. On the northbound side of 494, hanging up at the Crosstown, and then again at Bass Lake. Southbound 35W Heavy at the Mississippi River Bridge. Accident just before 3rd, off to the right. Stop and go on the westbound side of 94, beginning at Huron to Lindale. Eastbound 94, exit to McKnight. We had a vehicle slide off of that ramp. And the eastbound set of 494 Heavy at Highway 100 to 35W. I'm Dylan. That's a look at traffic. Welcome back. AM 980 The Mission. KKMS, Twin Cities Christian Voice. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live. While Lee is out on assignment, of course. Glad to be with you and here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4499. And if you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And I'd be remiss if uh, I didn't mention that this is actually being broadcast via video on the Mission's Facebook page. Just do a search for AM980, the Mission. Our guest, Joe Field, waving to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as I was watching the video a little bit, I find that I fidget way too much. So uh, I'm trying to rein that in a little bit. Well, I'm constantly having to you know, hold something, and I'm, I'm like my mother. I'm like straightening things up on the uh, I was going to talk uh, to you about the it desk. after the show. Yeah, throw a dog <laughs> a bone here, John Berg. My goodness, help me out here. So I find like I'm like my mom's constantly straightening things up on her countertops at home, oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm my mother look at this <laughs> but uh, we are joined again by a friend of my joe field uh joe field excuse me uh his book entitled finding joe adams overcoming great odds a son searches for his father a very intriguing story leading up to just three years ago when 60 uh, year old joe field found his 87 year old father uh just outside of houston and we definitely will uh get to that aspect of the story but Joe, I know you personally to be uh, to be a man of faith. Talk, and we're on a Christian radio station, so if you if you'd like, maybe talk about what led you to uh, accept Christ into your heart, and how has that shaped you to become the person you are today, and thus culminating with meeting your father. 
Yeah, they're all connected, too. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I'm very candid in my book about my early years of not really um, having, you know, much of a desire to know God or, or have God in my life. Uh, you know, I was raised Catholic, and then it was just kind of a lukewarm Catholic at that, and uh, never really appealed to me too much, didn't get my attention. And uh, But I did uh, end up through, uh, you know, invitation to high school on a hayride uh, to, by, sponsored by an Alliance church. I got hooked up with an Alliance church. From there, I went to a Brian Rudd uh, event, uh, downtown Minneapolis, Souls Harbor, in ninth grade. And uh, I stepped forward at that time to say, yeah, I believe Jesus is who he says he is. I believe that he is the Son of God. And uh, I, 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 you know, I'll accept him as that. And I walked forward to declare that faith. And nothing happened that materially changed me for 17 years. And how old were you when this happened? I was in ninth grade. Okay. And uh, and then 17 years later, something very powerful happened, and it turned my world upside down. I refer to it as a spiritual awakening because I, I thought in ninth grade I had confessed my belief in Christ. Sure. But 17 years later, I became a new creation, and it was powerful. Um, it was in the middle of a, the, it was the fifth, I was involved in a, one-on-one Bible study sponsored by CBMC called Operation Timothy. And uh, it was the fifth out of 12 weekly sessions where a question was asked in that booklet uh, asking me to answer it. And I had someone leading me. And uh, when I went to answer the question, it just all of a sudden, before the words could come out, I felt something click inside of me like an aha moment. Uh, In the book, I referred to it as all the cylinders of a bank safe clicking and click, 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 ping. Mm. And in that moment, I felt, and this is very true, I felt like a warm, like a cloud of blanket or something in that small room where we had to study surrounded me, and I was broken to tears. I felt God's presence in that room, and when I answered the question, the the answer was God's love. But it hit me before I could say the words, and for the next four years, I was on a runaway train in the spirit. Three things changed materially. Uh, one is that I read the Bible with a vengeance. I read it three times over. I joined every Bible study I could think of. I, I went through Curcio and I went through a Bible study fellowship. I led after a half a year doing that. And it was, I was just on fire. Prayer changed. I went from being shy about prayer to feeling powerful in prayer. Felt like God and I had a hotline. And when I was talking to him in prayer, he was listening and no one else existed. That was the attention that I was getting from God. And then the third thing is I want, and this is a strange one, I wanted to sing what they call worship or praise music. Okay. But I didn't know any Christian music. I, I, it was foreign to me, but I'd, somehow I'd hear it on the radio or something, and I wanted to sing it, but I didn't know artists or anything. So I called a, that friend of mine who invited me, uh, invited me to go on the hayride, Roxanne, from high school, and I said, can, I, can you help me with Christian music? Yeah, come to my place. I lived in Egan. In fact, just a mile and a half okay. from the studio. And uh, and I drove all the way to Stillwater to go to her church and to get, I eventually go to her church, and to get CDs of like Twilight Paris, you know, uh, Steve Green, uh, Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant, stuff like that. And I would just sing my heart out, uh, you know, late at night to the music. And so those three powerful changes in my life, um, and there was stuff going on, and, it's, and the rest of it's in my book. Now, 
during this time you're growing up years, obviously graduating from high school, going through college, all the things that you know young people do as they grow up and, and evolve. Was there ever any point uh, where you tried then to look for, I mean, I guess, let me phrase it a different way. At what point did you start getting serious about looking to, for your father? I mean, was it always something that was at least in the back of your mind when you were a young person? And, and then how did it evolve from there, Joe Field? Yeah. The, well, uh, my, that friend of mine, Roxanne, she, she uh, mentions that when I was in high school, I would bring it up about wanting to know who my dad was mm-hmm. and uh, just mention that kind of matter of fact. And, you know, and, uh, but it, it it was there, it would periodically come around like for graduation. You know, I, I talk about that in my book when I graduated high school, I did really well in high school despite missing over 60 days of school in seventh and eighth grade. I had perfect attendance ninth through 12th. So that really helped elevate me. But so I was, did some good things, but no dad. And I thought about that for a little bit, but, and then, you know, I went on to college, no dad there and all the law school, no dad there. Um, and but it just started to kind of come. It simmered. It's like boiling water, I you know, mm-hmm. and it starts to simmer, and then all of a sudden there's steam. And well, as I got older, it started getting stronger and stronger. This uh, internal thing about wanting to know my genetics, about where I came from, what makes me tick. I knew that I had this very kind of eventful life, very strange. The thing about God coming to me that one day it was powerful. What made that happen? How did I survive all this stuff? I hitchhiked three times from Minnesota to Connecticut to go to law school and survived. Wow, yeah, <laughs> um, I'd say. And I have stories about that, but I had to cut somewhere so they didn't get into my book. But, <laughs> sure. um, but uh, you know, I, I, how did I come out the way that I did? And what, what, is, what is that history? And so it became so loud, I, I equate it to a Chinese water torture test. At first, a few drops don't do anything. Right, right. A month of drops, a year of drops, 10 years. But four decades, five decades, six decades of drops, and all of a sudden now I have got to know. And this leads me to the other spiritual element. The breakthrough came on Father's Day 2016 where I was uh, alone for a moment in my living room, and I did something very uncharacteristic. I raised my hands to the ceiling, lifted my head to the ceiling. I prayed to God audibly in a very daring, in-your-face way. And I said, God, how long will you deny me? You know who my father is. Why aren't you revealing him to me? I have to know who he is. How long will you deny me? It's a very similar prayer in the Old Testament, I think, that David or someone else had prayed. And and I was praying it like audacious. And I think about it, I was very... <laughs> that's that very daring of me to taunt God that way, but God answered because it was just several months later that a, my a brother-in-law of mine uh, suggested that I take a DNA test. He actually suggested it the day after Father's Day, but I okay. I, I just brushed it off. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, he brings it up again, say, why don't you take a DNA test? And I thought, I've tried so many times to find him. It's been a dead end. I said, okay, I'll try it. And, uh, well, I did, and there's more to that story where I almost gave up but in the book, but uh, that DNA test actually led me to his grandson. Oh, wow. And uh, now, the thing, had I taken the test the day after the Father's Day prayer, I wouldn't have been led to his grandson because his grandson took his test just two months before I requested mine. So there's a timing issue here. Sure. So, but anyway, and I had to do some research, but within four hours of getting that DNA results by email, I was able to find my father uh, utilizing Facebook 
and Google. Once again, we are joined by uh, Joe Field talking about his book, Finding Joe Adams, Overcoming Great Odds, A Son Searches for His Father. Uh, Obviously, a lot of events in Joe's uh, uh, 60 years on Earth led up to this very moment, so we'll find out about the ultimate moment where Joe got to meet his father, and it was uh, broadcast on uh, live television for millions to see. What What a powerful moment. Joe Field coming back with us. With me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live, AM 980 The Mission, and here to take your phone calls, 651-289-449. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Hmm. Comprehensive sex education. Equity. You know... These sound like good words, but are they? Today, these words take on a whole different meaning in public schools. Come hear the experts, Bonnie Gasper from the Child Protection League and Dr. Josh Mulvihill from Renew a Nation, as they describe the assault on Christian values in area public schools and what you can do. Bridgewood Church, Savage, Minnesota, Sunday, February 23rd at 6 p.m. Sponsored by Nehemiah Reset, nehemiahreset.org. Limitless access to encouragement, hope, and God's word. Listen to AM 980 The Mission with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and pray worldwide. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 555 Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
AM 980, the mission is the Twin Cities Christian Voice. It's 534 here in the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio. We're glad you're with us here for a special edition of Lee Michaels Live. We've got Brad Carlson. He's the closer of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can hear the Narn every weekend over on our sister station, AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, Saturday at 1, it's the headliner, Mitch Berg, and Sunday at 1, it's the closer, Brad Carlson. Let's update your forecast. That windchill advisory goes into effect at midnight, and it lasts till about 10 a.m. tomorrow. The winter weather advisory wraps up at about 9 p.m. We still could see some areas of patchy blowing snow tonight, down to about 10 below real temp, 31 below with the windchill, not much better for Thursday. Sunny and cold, 2 degrees for the real temp high during the day, 29 below with that windchill. Now back to the Kingdom Builders Roofing Studio and Brad Carlson. Hey, thanks so much, John. Yeah, me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels. Always an honor to fill in on Lee's show, as well as uh, hang out with the consigliere. Any, That's any right. may have an opportunity, so we appreciate uh, John's fine work behind the glass, as always. Thank you, Brad. And here to take your phone call, 651-289-4499. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. That's what we use for our hashtag, and N-A-R-N is Northern Alliance Radio Network, so... Hashtag Narn Show if you'd like to weigh in via Twitter. Joined in studio by my friend Joe Field, uh, talking about his new book, Finding Joe Adams, Overcoming Great Odds, A Son Searches for His Father. Uh, This culminated just a few years ago when Joe's father was 87 years old. Joe himself was 60, meeting his father for the first time ever in his life. Obviously a very emotional reunion. I did get to see the video footage of that as well. It was played on uh, Fox News, as a matter of fact. And uh, Joe, we were talking a little bit during uh, during the break, and if you'd like to, if you could share with our listeners, the book title "Finding Joe Adams" actually has multiple meanings. Explain that. Yeah, <clears throat> well, it has the obvious meaning, meaning which is finding Joe Adams. Joe Adams happens to be my dad's name. Sure. And uh, so I finally discovered that when I saw the DNA test results, and and uh, I get into the more particulars about that in the book. So that's the more plain meaning. The second one. Um, the, the, the book kind of goes into a little bit of my uh, early years where um, there, particularly there's a kind of an iconic picture in there with me uh, with a cowboy hat on the South Padre Island Beach with uh, so a beer in my hand and some uh, brandy or whatever. And well, you're out. born in Texas, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Never left you, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and there I'm contemplating all the philosophical questions of the world. And, uh, tr- well, there you go, finding Joe Adams, finding myself, so to speak. Sure. Um, and so the book does, it, it really is curi- curious. You're going to go on a ride. My, many people who have read this book already have said that it really clips along well. The, it, it's just the chapters fly by. And, as, and I think as part, you know, I'm a writer, but the other part about it is that there's some interesting stories. But the third part of the title... When I wrote this book, I, I first wrote it to say, how did I find my dad? How did they receive me? And what attempts did I make beforehand to try to find him? So most people are interested in that. But then I thought, well, I need to let him know what my life is like and my seven new siblings. So I'll include some of the background story of my life. Oh, okay. Well, well, then I started putting that in going, well, that's kind of interesting. But this and this and this. And my own daughters would say, good grief, Dad. What else do we don't know about you? <laughs> Because these stories are so remarkable. Right. So I thought, okay, well, I'll put those stories in. But as I started writing that, my life story, that um, I started discovering God intercepts in my life. I started seeing places where he showed up, but I had never given him his due until I was writing my story. And then throughout the book, I just found myself broken down to tears mm. as I recognized that God hand, God's hand was on my life, indeed becoming the father of the fatherless in my life. And and so 
the book's third meaning is finding Joe Adams is God finding me. That's fantastic. And, you know, it's a, it's amazing. <clears throat> I mean, you probably had a working title for it already. And if you didn't, that I guess that kind of clinched it in that uh, you found your dad, found yourself, and it was uh, you being found as well with all these uh, backstories that led to this ultimate moment. So we'll get to that now. You took you mentioned the last segment. You took the DNA test, and you were able to find a match to uh, your dad's grandson. Was it? Yes. So I guess this would be a uh, a nephew of yours, That's technically. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So you, so what do you what do you do from there? Once you find out the identity of this person, I, I mean, did you did you call your nephew? I mean, what was the next step in this, Joe Field? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> when I saw it on the the DNA results, um, I. I didn't recognize his name, but this was this was interesting. The DNA test results said that there's an extremely high confidence level that I'm related to him as a second cousin or higher. Mm. At this point, I still didn't know who he was. I just knew his name. Sure. And I mentioned on national television, so I can mention it now, Mark Garlock. And uh, uh, so I send him an email through the, uh, the Ancestry site. He doesn't respond. Of course, I only gave him five minutes. <laughs> Right, Because right. I was anxious. And I sent him another one the next day, no response. Here to come to find out he was in Afghanistan. But uh, Okay. But anyway, um, so no go there. But uh, And then he had a family tree, but I couldn't connect into it without permission. But he had developed his own family tree uh, with only about seven brackets, if you know how those work. And uh, and, and only three brackets had names. And um, uh, But when I had my laptop open on July 2nd, 2017... And I looked at those brackets. I saw a name at the top bracket. So when I saw it, I I I I, I just couldn't believe it. And I, I I told my wife. I said, "Look at this." And at the very top, there was a listing of Joe Adams, born in the 1800s. Oh wow! Now that couldn't be my dad, right? Because of my age. But uh, but he he had a son whose name was opaque. There was no picture. There was no name. When I learned about this ancestry site, if a person's dead, they'll show you the name. Sure. But if they're alive, you don't get that info. Okay. Not without permission. So you're reasonably certain he was still with us then. Yeah. Yes. yeah there, was, there was a son, Joe. There was a Joe Adams in the 1800s, and he had a son. But then that son married somebody, and his wife's name was there. So the, she had died in 2004. So I looked up her name, obituary, boom, I was able to find uh, that the Joe Adams in the 1800s gave birth to a Joe Adams that was about my mom's age. And uh, and so now I had a name. I knew where he lived. So what do you do? And I joke about it in my book. I said, I went to Facebook, and I said, the odds of an 87-year-old <laughs> having a Facebook page are about as good as the Vikings going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I actually say that. Right, but, right. <clears throat> well, in 2050 or something. But anyway, um, I, I checked that, and sure enough, um, I was able to see a guy on the Facebook page holding up a big fish, nine-pound bass, and uh, and it showed that his occupation in life was a fireman and in the Air Force. And then I knew I had a big break. Mm-hmm. And then I, I sent him messages through Messenger, and uh, he didn't respond. Well, little did I know I'm not a Facebook friend of his, so he's not going to respond. And uh, And I sent him a Facebook friend request. He didn't respond to that. So finally, I decided to call him. Sure. And I went to Google. Hoping People still call on the phone, Joe Field? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> do tell, do tell. <laughs> but but uh, I, I, you know, getting his number, I thought, would be a challenge. But I just put his name in where he lived, and five lines down was a phone number just sitting there plainly. I thought, okay, I'll dial it and see what happens. And I, I dial in, and someone picks up, and he goes, hello? Mm-hmm. Kind of long draw. And I yeah. said, Joe? 
Yeah. Um, this is Joe. <laughs> yeah, this is Joe. Yeah, this is Joe Field. You don't know me, but uh, this, this you might know someone that I know. This is going to take you back a few years. Yeah, yeah. And then I started telling him about him meet, possibly meeting my mom in Houston, Texas. Yeah, it took about three or four minutes, and it was quiet. And then he finally said, it is true. I knew your mother, Martha. And... Um, and then with that, when he said that, it brought all the drip, drip, drip of oh, the Chinese water torture yeah. to an end. And I was in tears, and I was so happy. And uh, we talked for 40 minutes, and then I just told him, if, say, Dad, I don't know what your, I don't, call, I don't think I call him Dad then, but I said, I don't know what your fi- family dynamics are, but if you want to keep this confidential, I'll respect that. I want the whole world to know you're my dad, but uh, I understand if, if you don't want to disclose it. And his response was, well, this is kind of a shock. Oh, <laughs> Let me process this a little bit, yeah. too. <laughs> i got to give this some thought. Yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to imitate him. He's got that southern voice. And uh, and and so that was at 6 o'clock in the evening. By you know 7 o'clock the next morning, I'm up checking to see if he accepted my friend request because I told him you could learn more about me if he accepted Nothing. At 8 o'clock, I'm posting uh, on Facebook. My whole day is shot. All I can think about is my dad. I can't tell you who he is, but I I found him. Yeah, yeah. And then by 10 o'clock, he accepts my friend request. And that's just amazing. And I'm I'm thinking, oh, man, what have I posted on my site? I hope I don't turn him off. But, um, but you no, know, it turns out we have very similar political beliefs. So that's, uh, you know, one place that we're safe. Sure. But um, but But then throughout the day... His seven siblings start sending me friend requests, one after the other, and I'm clicking accept, 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 and then and now they start populating my Facebook page with welcomed, uh, welcome to the family, brother. Good to have you. Another sister of mine. Hey, there's plenty of love to go around in this family. Welcome, brother. Another one. You must be related to us. You love the fish. Welcome. And all <laughs> and. It was like over 200 posts. They they were interacting with my friends. I was busy in meetings for my occupation. Sure. Involved with a trust. And I came in on this after the fact, and and I was just, I was a sobbing mess as I- Can't imagine. Re- oh, wow. And, uh, and uh, even one of the Facebook friends said, after I posted that, I said, I'm a sobbing mess right now. And she says, and so is half of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, very special moment. How they received me, I will never forget. Because it doesn't always go that way for some people. Fascinating story. Uh, uh, Joe Field, again, his book, Finding Joe Adams. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. That's where, I, that's where I saw it. I imagine, is it available in bookstores? I mean, people just go to Amazon anyways for most everything. But Amazon.com is definitely available. And if you want, and I imagine if you're listening to this story as I am, you're going to want to get the book right away. And thankfully, because I know Joe, he uh, personalized a copy for my wife and I. We appreciate that, Joe. And uh, are you able to hang for one final segment with us, Joe? Sure. Okay. Yes, Joe Field, again, promoting his book, Finding Joe Adams. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll wrap up the broadcast, hear about that initial meeting. I mean, Joe, I think, can share about that because millions of people saw it on television <laughs> and uh, the interview with you and your father as well. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live. Back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The 
This statement is not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individual results will vary. If you tried to lose weight and failed, it wasn't your fault. According to leading medical experts, when we cut back on how much we eat, our body shifts into survival mode, reducing our metabolism and making us even hungrier. But now, a breakthrough discovery that helps you fight food cravings is available without a prescription. Riduzone uses your body's natural appetite control, a molecule called OEA, to break that cycle. Riduzone is the only product that contains OEA. I've lost 75 pounds using Riduzone. My husband has lost 50 pounds using Riduzone. Riduzone has made it so that we eat less food, and it has taken away the cravings that we used to have. Riduzone has made it so that I can lose the weight without feeling hungry. Go to Riduzone.com. Use promo code today to save up to 65% off your order. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Save up to 65% and get free shipping by using promo code today at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Hey, ladies, what is radio for, if not for talking about the hot topics of today? My name is Sugbury, host of Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. We invite special guests and discuss the tough topics impacting us today. The hookup culture, transgenderism, open borders, aging, adultery, those crazy hormones, and much, much more. There is no show like this one and no topic off limits. Let's keep it real and tell it like it is. Saturdays at 11 a.m. on AM 980 The Mission. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Here's some great news for people who plan to retire one day. The Sheila Franks Financial Hour is on the air. You know Sheila, or you should. She's CEO and founder of Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors Company. Her team has won the People's Choice Award as the best tax preparer for Osseo, Maple Grove, Champlin, and Dayton. Her advice may be the best thing you hear all weekend. It's an hour of insight, information, and strategies you can use to build wealth and keep it. Live good, retire well. Listen to the Sheila Franks Financial Hour, Saturdays at noon. Now here's an update on traffic in the Twin Cities tonight. On the southbound side of 494, accident just before Bass Lake has been cleared. Northbound 494, still a hang-up at the Crosstown. Southbound 35W, backing up at the Mississippi River Bridge with an accident just before 3rd, blocking the right lane. Now a crash on the southbound side of 35E near County Road J has the left lane blocked. Westbound 94, stop and go from Huron to Lindale. Backing up on the westbound side of 94 at the Fish Lake Interchange. Earlier crash at Highway 101. Also delays eastbound 494 at Highway 100. The Pavlovian response would be for me to say, Godspeed, my friends, have a good and just sign off. But we still got nine minutes left, John. I thought I could get you with that. You're messing one. with me. 
I apologize. You're too sharp for me. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Lee Michaels on Lee Michaels Live. And yes, you can hear my broadcast, The Closer, on Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. on our sister station, AM 1280, The Patriot. Yes, we'll be back in The Patriot Bunker this Sunday, again, 1 to 3 p.m. Thanks, as always, for uh, tuning in. And honored, as always, to be uh, filling in for Lee Michaels. I appreciate Lee reaching out to me. Uh, a month or so ago, I guess it was, uh, when he knew he was going to be on assignment to uh, invite me to fill in, and it's always an honor. And I don't take it lightly, because when someone asks you to fill in in your program, you always want to leave it better than you left it, that is for sure. So, Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. We are, uh, and speaking of uh, being honored, uh, glad to be joined by my friend Joe Field here in studio, promoting his book, Finding Joe Adams, His Quest to Find His Father. He finally was able to track down his father. If you've been listening to the broadcast, a very compelling story. Uh, three years ago when Joe himself was 60, his father was 87, was able to track him down and uh, has been in contact with him ever since. And this culminated with you actually meeting your father face-to-face. It was broadcast. I don't know if it was live television, but I did see uh, on Fox News um, before you and your dad were actually interviewed by our mutual friend Pete Hegseth on, I think it was Fox and Friends. So as you're driving to your dad's house, you're finally going to have this ultimate meeting. what what's going through your mind, Joe? Are you a nervous wreck? Are you like, you know, what if he rejects me again? I mean, so many emotions had to be going through your mind. Can you possibly convey what was on your mind at that point, Joe Field? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I I was very nervous. We took my wife accompanied me, which I was super grateful for. Sure. sure. Um she she's like a rock when she needs to be and I can be that for her too. But uh so we we took an Uber and it was a 40-minute drive to uh League City south of Houston and uh all the while, I'm you know I'm I'm posting on Facebook, and one of the posts is I'm a nervous wreck mm-hmm. right now, very super nervous, and and uh, and of course it doesn't help when we pull in the front lawn of this house, and there's two camera people there, one with a camera on his shoulder, and another with a back big boom mic, of course, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh here we go, there's no do overs on this thing, and uh, so we walk up the sidewalk, and then my dad uh, steps out of the house. Uh, slightly strip steps, uh, trips on a step on his way down, but recovers easily. And then he says, hi, Joe. And I respond, hi, dad. And we embrace, and that embrace is on the cover of my book. Yes. That's the actual embrace. I can confirm this. Yes. Yeah, yep. And, uh, and then I, I, I start choking up, tearing, uh, crying again. And, uh, you know, How could you not? yeah, I, it was a, it was, it was a, finally, it was a completion. I felt complete. And in the beginning of my book in a prologue, I said, have you ever completed a jigsaw puzzle of a thousand pieces only to find one missing? Mm-hmm. And your, where do your eyes go? It goes to the one missing piece. The one piece sabotages the rest. And that's the way my life felt. I was able to function pretty well, but I felt like there was a piece of me missing. And so that day it came to completion. So um, very joyous time, and I spent the whole weekend there and got to meet six of the seven siblings. One lives in Hawaii who wasn't able to make it. Uh, but I later, six months later, uh, joined up with him in Las Vegas uh, when his wife was attending a conference there. And so then we were able to meet. And and uh, so it's been fun getting to know them all. Uh, <laughs> it's been crazy. And I've been down four times, including this past weekend. I went down for my dad's 90th birthday. They had a surprise birthday party for him. So how how did your, uh, you know, you have two daughters. How did they, they react? I mean, were they ecstatic? We we do have a grandfather on dad's side. Oh, what a, what a joyous day. I mean, yeah. you know, kids love grandparents, and they, they finally have a grandfather on their side. Was that uh, was that all that they had hoped it would be? Well, they I think they were just kind of as surprised as I was. They were kind of more curious 
um, uh, you know, as to who this family was. They did go down for the family reunion. I went to a family reunion in, uh, I think it was June of 2018. Okay. And almost a year later, and we got to meet like 50, 60, 75 uh, relatives. And uh, so they, and uh, so we got to meet then, but I don't think, I think because of the decades of, or at least for me, it's decades, but for them not having any, any exposure to them as a family, it, there hasn't, there isn't immediate bonding or connection. Sure. Yeah. That, that will take some time. Of course. As we get to know each other. But what? yeah, this has been a, a fascinating discussion. Again, go to amazon.com and just do finding Joe Adams book by uh, Joe Field. A lot of terrific stories uh, leading up to this uh, ultimate moment, which, uh, which uh, Joe is uh, talking about and then an appearance on live television, like I said, with our uh, mutual friend, Pete Hagseth. Now, how did he get, did he get wind of this, this particular story? Well, um, you know, it's a good thing, you know, being involved in politics really helps at times. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because sure. Uh, Pete Hegseth ran for Senate uh, a while back, and uh, and I happened to be part 2012, of 2012, yes, yep, I remember that. I was mm-hmm. part of the uh, state convention. I was in the, uh, you know, uh, a delegate to that convention, and uh, I supported him. Okay. And uh, so I, you know, candid about it financially and, and through my votes. You know, he didn't get the endorsement, but right. I did. So anyway, he was a Facebook friend of mine. Okay. So when I found uh, out that about my dad, and I knew that he headed up some national uh, veterans uh, association, mm-hmm. I sent him a message to Facebook saying, "Hey Pete, I don't, you know, I don't know if you'd be Fox would be interested in the story, but I found my dad, and I sent okay. him a bunch of messages." Well, wouldn't you know? It took him six days to respond, but he did respond, and and, and uh, at first he says. Yeah, Fox News may be interested, but I need to know, how do you know he's your dad? And I told him, he says, okay, let me get back to you. Within a couple hours, he's back to me, and he says, yep, they're definitely interested. Um, my producer will take it from here. And so that's how it all got connected um, by by uh, with Pete. Fantastic. Well, Joe, uh, I could tell just by reading some of the excerpts of this, and there were so many other stories you wanted to tell that kind of wound up on the cutting room floor to kind of <laughs> condense yeah. it all. So right. uh, maybe if you'd like, I know you have a writing website that you probably share. Maybe the listeners can find out a little bit more about you and uh, things you write about. Uh, feel free to share. Yeah, I do have a writing website where you can kind of connect, you know, keep uh, keep up on what's happening with this uh, presently and in the future. That's uh, JoeFieldWritings, plural, dot com. So JoeFieldWriting, no S, JoeFieldWritings, <laughs> dot com. Um, I am having a book launch party uh, to celebrate my book uh, February 24th at the uh, Heart of the City uh, factory in Anoka. And that's a beautiful facility, by the way. Oh, what a gem. And uh, so I'll be having that from 630 to 830. There's still tickets available. They're about half gone, even there's about two weeks left. But... Uh, if people are interested in hearing more about behind the scenes and what took place with this book and with that uh, Fox News broadcast, I'll be talking about that then. I will have an audio book of this coming out. Uh, I've had an pr- excellent uh, uh, producer for that, and that's going to be powerful. Uh, I almost want to listen to him rather than listen to me because <laughs> his voice is so fantastic. But um, Mark Santo is producing it. But um, And... Uh, and uh, also, my book can be found on Kindle, or if you're a Kindle Unlimited, you can download it for free. Joe, I uh, can't thank you enough for the time. Fascinating discussion. Uh, uh, God bless you for being persistent with this journey and 
so grateful that uh, you were blessed along the way and uh, have a whole new big family. And uh, we'll try to make it out to your uh, book launch party as well. We better get on the tickets. Sounds like they're going quick. So yeah, okay. appreciate the time, Joe. Thanks yeah, so much. Thanks, Brad. AM 980 The Mission, KKMS, Twin Cities Christian Voice. It's been me, Brad Carlson. An honor, as always, folks, to talk to Lee Michaels listeners on Lee Michaels Live. Godspeed, my friends. Until next time, we'll talk again. day only. Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle. My first question as a geographer is, where was the sea that was parted and crossed? For nearly two decades, investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney has been searching for evidence of one of the Bible's most epic miracles, the parting of the Red Sea. We're talking about a miraculous event of unprecedented proportion of God's saving power. The Red Sea Miracle, part one in theaters for one day only on February 18th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com slash Red Sea. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your market marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 